We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. You are listening to B. Mitch and Finley after a tough, Tough Commanders lost Sunday night football. We're going to dive into all of it. I was thinking about this. I don't think we've done a blame pie in over a month. Been a while. It's been a while. You had a bye. You had a tie. You had a couple wins. Damn if we don't have one today. We can blame some folks. Um, B, how you doing, man? I am doing well, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I know you're tired, bro, because I am on my way in packing my car last night. I'm looking over and I'm like, but well, they doing a show from the field, which means he's gonna leave the stadium around two ish. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the yeah. gig though, man. Yeah. You know, I told people you can't complain about cold football in December. I'm not gonna complain about working late on a night. I got home late too, so it's yeah. like I was like, I, I bet just, you didn't get home till about two, one thirty. About one thirty, two o'clock. And then uh, once I got there, you know, when you're sleepy, you just can't fall asleep immediately. Totally. Um SVP you know, he obviously does a late show and I listen to his podcast, he always calls it landing the plane. You can't just come home and go to bed. You got to chill out for a minute and kind of go from the energy of an NFL game. Decompress. Yeah, exactly. Decompress. Yeah. Good term. Um, you know, there's a lot to discuss from last night. A lot, a lot, a lot to discuss from last night. I, I think clearly the referees are a part of the story. Um, we can get into the McLaurin call on third down on a score where Brian Robinson on a play where Brian Robinson scores. Uh, we can discuss the Jahan Dotson offensive pass interference from early in the game, earlier in the game that cost them a two-pointer, and then they miss the extra point. But I, I, I want to be clear, at least to open the program before we get into that stuff, because it's, it's very, very um, upsetting, man. It's, it's frustrating when you feel like the Zebras take it out of the players' hands. But w- we need to be clear, clear that the Commanders didn't do enough to win this game. Not at all. You've got. But I just think they people got to stop with with the. I know it's revisionist history. When you see a sub at the end of the game, you blame the refs. But we just sat outside and talked, and we could point at ten times where they could have called something on us. Sure. They did not call it in the game. And if you look at the numbers here, uh, the Giants were flagged five times for thirty yards. The Commanders were flagged six times for forty yards. Like it's fairly equitable. The the fourth down no call on Curtis Samuel getting. Uh, assaulted, that one is what bothers me the most. But I I don't even want to get into that yet because I look at this fairly simply. Um, You can, if you don't think the defense did enough to win last night, okay, I don't agree with you, 
But uh, they did give up a really long, outrageous drive. Well, in an awful game, in an awful offensive game, you could say, oh, they didn't do enough. The defense gave up 13. The offense scored 12. 13 points. They gave up 13. <laughs> the offense scored 12 and gave up seven. Right. Think about that. Right. I mean, that's a net of six. <laughs> yes. I, I think. I, I five, really, game. but I know what you mean. Yes, I'm not. <laughs> five. Uh, I haven't slept much. I mean, listen, you can point to the 10-minute drive the Giants had, the 18 play, where they went, you know, they went over 100 yards on that drive because it started at their own three, and they scored, and they had a five-yard penalty in there. <laughs> so wow. From an actual yardage standpoint, it was a 102-yard drive. Cray-cray. Now, the net yards was 99, but at, yeah. or 97, rather. You can point to that, and then if you want to, you can point to the very end of this game after Heineke's second fumble, not one, two, after the second fumble inside the red zone where Saquon looks like he's just going to break their back. Saquon, on three straight runs, was dazzling. He hit spin moves in the hole twice. I mean, yep. Saquon and then Daniel Jones hit one, but you know what the defense did? They, they, got a, they held him to a field goal. And in that situation, people are worried about the Giants scoring. To hell with scoring. If the Giants get another first down, they just bleed the Game's clock over. out. Yeah. So getting that stop and holding them to a field goal there gave the commanders a chance. If you want to be mad at the defense from last night, it, you 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 have an agenda, frankly. Uh, you know, when people, they weren't gr- it, it wasn't their best the, showing. If they but, want to just blame the defense. Is those that have their narrative as like the offense is perfect and they do nothing wrong. Well, the offense makes the defense job very damn hard. The when, offense was <laughs> one of ten on third down. Yeah. The yeah. offense had a good drive to open the second half, but at halftime of that game, at halftime of that game, they had 40 yards passing. Yeah. I, you finished the game. I, I For me, and I, I don't want to give away my blame pie, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If you're, if you're taking notes for the quiz later, take listen to this. Your offensive line got their ass kicked most of the night. Oh yeah. Except they were able to run block a little bit, and you just don't stick with the run. Mm-hmm. Your, your running backs got 17 carries. Your second running back. I'm not even gonna get into B. Rob. Gibson's averaging 4.2 a carry. Yeah. 4.2 is good. If 4.2 is good, Brian, what is 7.4? Fantastic. Kid's gouging him. He gets 12 carries. That kid right there, I, listen, We I know when we see a good running game, we normally give the offensive line credit. But you know what? What I saw yesterday, he gets hit. He never stops turning his legs. And then seven yards, eight yards later, he goes down. That's not all about the offensive line. That's about some will. And a guy who understands how to run a football. He doesn't stop. You watch a lot of backs, as soon as they get touched, they stop pumping their legs and they go down. That dude doesn't want to go down even when he's going down. I love watching him run the ball. Sure. You you don't stick to the run when it's working. And I'm not one of these guys that will just scream about sticking to the run all the time. But clearly the run game's working for you. You got to give it more, more attempts than that. Yeah, your offensive line is getting beat. I, I I feel like 
Chris Kynard probably doesn't want me to talk about centers as often as I do. Mm-hmm. But, like, you knew you were going to have trouble losing Larson. Like, we've seen this movie. Well, if you're going to talk about offensive line, you better talk about the center because that's the guy that touched the ball every time. Sure. So you knew you were going to have interior trouble. Mm-hmm. Dexter Lawrence, they got some good interior, just D-linemen. And then what Thibodeau is, I, I Landfill, you want to be scared about something? Thibodeau might be the Daniel Jones of defense <laughs> that he sees burgundy and gold and he decides to just whoop ass. Yeah. He, he yesterday he had 12 tackles. Defensive ends rarely have that many tackles. Dude, he had 12 tackles. He had a sack. He had a sack fumble for and a touchdown. You know who gets <laughs> double digit tackles? Linebackers and safety. There you go. Not DNs. Yeah, he he was I mean, he got to Taylor quicker yesterday while being supposedly being blocked than he did in the first game when they didn't block him at all. I mean, the first, the sack fumble, the the score in the first half, Taylor had no chance. None. You you want to blame Taylor? Ron, Ron said, "Well, you got to throw get, away the third ball quicker, dude." When he set and start to deliver, he was being hit. If only way he throws that ball soon is he just grab it and come straight up and just throw it to somebody. Without taking any drop. You know you're probably going to get beat up on the interior. They got beat on the X, on the edges, too. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the Giants, you knew that D-line was going to be a problem. It was a problem two weeks ago. And, and the quarterback wasn't good enough. And, and I'm not advocating for any changes, but, like, we got to be able to talk about this honestly. Otherwise, hey, it's just I, not going to work. I'll hit you with something. Yesterday, when they came out in the second half and had the long drive, they had another dip, uh, terrible drive. They were going to make a change yesterday. It wouldn't have stunned I, I watched pre, pre-game. Like it was showing you, know, you could watch all the stuff. Carson was going a little too hard to be a guy who's going to be just backing up in the <laughs> <Be> game. <laughs> and then you watch him on the sideline. I didn't talk to you last night, right? No. Okay. On the sideline, like late in the second quarter, he started to warm up on the sideline some. And backups don't normally warm up on the sideline unless you've been total or something. If they, like, if they don't get this next drive better, uh, we're going to go to you. Listen, they can say what they want when they get in front of the media. I played this game and been around it too long to understand that half the time, they don't want you to know what's going on. Cool. It's fine. But if he had another bad drive yesterday, he was going to be sitting and uh, you, you were going to see Carson. And I believe... He's on a leash this week because you're going against a better team. Bro, the way that O-line played last night and the way Taylor's body's got to feel this morning. I watched him walking off the field. The dude had a limp on him. And I saw did, him at his locker he, last yeah, night. He, he was beat he, up. Beat, I mean, yeah. you're talking cold tubs, ice packs, treatments. He was beat up. He got rocked. Um, so, to, so to your point, I don't know if they showed this on the broadcast, but at various times, when like you know they come back from a TV timeout or there's a punt and then there's a, a break and the quarterback will kind of warm up right there on the sideline right next to the coaches. Mm-hmm. And it, it almost always is the starter with the quarterback's coach or maybe like a quality control guy catching the ball for him and then throwing it to the starter. And the starter's either throwing it to the backup or throwing it to another coach who catches it, gives it to the backup. Carson was like running bootlegs. Carson was like, like it, it seemed like 
It was a plan in motion. No, but it seemed like he wanted had the world had. to know that he was he was kind of ready to run. I don't think it was us just on Carson. Because here's the thing, I haven't said this yet. So I go down there for my halftime hit, right? I do the jumbotron thing at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, which rem- remind me to tell that story later, Landfill, because uh, I didn't have a heck of a lot to talk about at halftime last night. Because I try to say something positive. I'm on the team's field, and it was fourteen to three. Um, <laughs> but B, so I have to usually wait. You know how, like that tunnel's pretty narrow where the players come out of, and they are at pro football players. They're huge guys, and they're usually jogging a little bit, and you don't want to be swimming upstream against that. So I have to wait for those guys to clear out before I go back the other way. Tarson, <laughs> Carson came sprinting out of that tunnel. Sprinting. At halftime, <laughs> to the point where I was like, "Wait a damn second!" Like, like now you thought he was going. I was like, <laughs> "It, it was." As I stated, it Jay, was odd how hard he was. Words running. were probably spoken that if this next drive goes bad, you're gonna go sit and that, and you're gonna play. Which, ironically, is what I thought they should have done to Carson, both in the Philly game at home, and the Bears, week huh? three, and the Bears game. Yeah. I don't think it's the end of the world to make a switch. Now, to, to Taylor's credit, he came out and was lights out on that first drive in the second half. Um, the defense came out for us to stop. I think they got a three and out there, if not a five and out. And then Taylor was great. I think he went four for four on that touchdown drive. Really good throw to Dotson for the touchdown. Um, but I, I, I don't. There are some people out there that are going to call and defend Taylor no matter what. He's the starting quarterback. We got to be critical of the starting quarterback. This isn't that complicated. Um, mm-hmm. At halftime, at halftime, he was 7 of 13 for 55 yards, and he had been sacked twice yeah. and and given up a fumble touchdown. Not, yeah. I'm not blaming him for the fumble. He got rocked. He had no time. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you saw it two weeks ago in the Meadowlands where he felt that pressure a little bit more and was able to protect the ball and go down. Yeah. He didn't feel that pressure this time. Yeah, I think in a, two weeks ago, he wasn't even ready to throw the ball. He knew, so let me lock it up. Yesterday, he was in a throwing motion, and the kid did exactly what they taught to do. You you rake and tackle. Well, I bet Thibodeau had been watching the tape of two weeks ago when he could have gotten a strip sack fumble <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I it, it's tough for me. I, I know this at halftime of that game last night, Brian Robinson had eight carries for fifty-four yards. Antonio Gibson four carries for twenty yards. So that's seventy-four yards rushing on twelve carries in the first half. What did Brian end up with? Twelve carries something like that? Twelve carries. And he had eight in the first half? Yeah. They gave him only to him four times in the second half? Gibson had four carries in the first half. And over five. One in the second half. They, so they ran the ball basically. That plan runs. No, 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 no. They were giving it to Curtis, too. Okay. Uh, something yesterday Curtis, tipped off the Giants. Curtis had three carries in the first half. Curtis finished with five carries. So he got two more. So that means plan They ran the ball in, seven times. And De'Ami Brown had an end around. A lot of De'Ami Brown last night. I don't night, know Landfill. what was the tip off. I don't know if Landon Collins being there helped them or something, 
But every time Curtis Samuel touched the ball out the backfield, he immediately got hit. It's like they knew it was coming. And, and this is when, when, when we're talking about being predictable. It's what we're talking about. When people, when they're got a read on your plays that much, maybe when Kurt is in the game, he should just get faked instead of getting the ball. Normally, every time he's in the backfield, he gets the ball. And every time he got it yesterday, he got hit. What do you have? Five carries for how many yards? Maybe Curtis. one. Five carries, one yard. Yeah. So something was giving was giving him a tip or giving it away, and we kept doing it. We got to figure, listen, I know going into the bye, we've been talking about this. Uh, Scott Turner with two weeks to prepare for somebody. In essence, you had three weeks. You've been watching in, the same team. three tape. weeks, you yeah. watch the same people, and I'm going to say it straight up, offensively and defensively, and that's the crap you came up with? The defense was playing this zone in the first half, and Dan- Danny Dimes looked like uh, Joe Montana. Sooner in the second half, they decided to play some man, and then he couldn't throw the ball as well. See what I'm saying? And offensively. They seem so focused defensively on slowing Jones down in the run game. Hey, when you drop and you're leaving, you, you've, just when you're playing passive at any position in sports, especially football, you're giving people, take it. They run, All they did was run five, seven yards, turn around, boom, ball was there. When they went for it on fourth and nine, at that point, we were all in the room watching the game saying this is disrespectful. They basically were saying, we don't give a damn. We're going for it. And we kept running that same dumbass zone, and it got picked apart. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a ton of possession in the second half to maybe try to stick with the run. Help me with the math here, B. They finished the game. It was almost a dead-even split. Mm -hmm. The Giants had 30 minutes, 30 seconds. The Hogs had 29 minutes, 30 seconds. In the first half, Commanders had possessed the ball 16 and a half minutes. So that means it was about 13 and a half, 13 and a half minutes. So it they had a little more even, in the second half, but the thing of it is. It was almost an even split, but like. We talk about one of 10 from third down. We get in red zone. We don't seem to leave with points. I'm talking about touchdowns. Rom's furious about it. And, mm-hmm. and dude, that's an overarching theme for the season. So you got to find a way. And, dude, Heineke, on the scramble, diving for the pylon, press the edge, plant your foot, cut it up. Yeah. You got a blocker. That's six. Mm-hmm. Then we're not screaming about a McLaurin penalty. We're not screaming about a mugging in the end zone <laughs> for what should have been a pass interference. Mm-hmm. Press the edge, cut it up. Oh, God, Landfill, why would you text me that? We haven't even talked about the punt from the 34-yard line. <laughs> that that ended up being like a net six yards. Four. They got a good return on it. You know why? Because everybody thought he was going to fair catch it. You were why? there. Why? Because you punted from the 34. You were there. You looking at the flags. Was the wind blowing that hard that you don't go for it? Dude. That, that, that's a 52-yarder. I, I saw a guy who we got rid of that kicks for them now. He kicked a few of them right around 51 yards, and he had distance to hit it from 56, 57. Gano. I know that the Giants scored the strip sack fumble on that 
in that end zone, and Gano kicked the extra point, and it sure seemed to get it seemed to turn left on him late. Mm-hmm. But I saw Joey Sly kick a ball out of the back of that end zone on a kickoff. Yeah, I like. I was on the field for, I mean, no, no lie, probably like five to eight o'clock before the game. wasn't a ton of wind. I was out there at halftime. wasn't mm-hmm. a ton of wind, and I was out there post game for ninety minutes. I remember that you look, like, you pull off your hat, <laughs> and your hair wasn't blowing. Let's talk about the playoff odds. Let's talk about what last night means for the big picture. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.